So, um, did you just hear the sound that my stomach made? I did, yeah. So yeah. that is because I'm a Europe I'm a Europe man now. Yerba Yerba. Now is Yerba a type of so I know it's uh, Yerba Mate is like the tea company name. But like I think Yerba is just a type of tea, isn't it? Dude, I don't fucking know. People are gonna be screaming already. We are <laughs> We're not even half a minute in, and you're already just saying so much wrong shit. (laughs) But I fucking, yeah, like, obviously, I'm, like, you know, trying to do the whole healthy thing. I haven't had a drink in almost a week. It's not healthy, dude. There's so much sugar in this. Can I? It's it's baby steps. This is the only type of incrementalism I fuck with. Let me see the type you did, too. I don't know. It's fucking lemon elation. I don't fucking... No, dude, fuck with uh, enlightenment. It's like enlightened and then mint. It's I, minty. Dude, it's mint. I, this is my... F- I'm dipping my toes know, into I'm the fucking you, Europe the pool. One. I don't know anything about and this shit. peach terre is good, too. I went to the fucking rich people grocery store to buy some fucking vegan bullshit. And then I did the impulse buy where I was like, oh, I need caffeine today because I'm working out and I got to do the pod. Maybe I'll do this Europe shit. And so I went to the fucking cashier... And I like put down like the bullshit I bought. I was like, hold on, I gotta go back and grab some Yerb. And he, straight up, he was like, fuck yeah, I love Yerb. And I was like, oh my God, this is gonna be a long day. And so I was like, I never had this before. He's like, wait, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, I've never had it. He was like, I love it. This is all I use for my energy. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, yeah, seriously, get two. And I was like, what? He was like, you should get two. It's like two for five. And I was like, I think I only need one. He's like, trust me, bro. You're gonna want two. And I was like, you're a wonderful salesman, sir. I'll take two. <laughs> I will say, um, I took one of the best shits in a very long time. I don't know if that has to do with the Yerba. It might just be the fact that I'm on multivitamins and not on the bottle, but mm-hmm. I mean, it just slid out. It was like a kid at a water park, just shoo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm a Yerba man now. I've Hell had two yeah, today dude. and I feel great. Dude, they're good. They're really good. Um, you can't do that on our thing. I know. I know. We'll talk, we'll talk about, about that later. after. But, um, but I loved. I'm a. I've always been a tea guy. I'm a tea dude. I love tea. In fact, I had tea on the way here. I went to um, uh, Starbucks and got myself one of those like green tea lemonade things. Oh, those are delicious. I don't do Starbucks. Well, why? I still. I don't, I'm not a coffee guy. I'm not like a caffeine guy. This is like. This I is just a- did, and I just told you that they have tea. Yeah, I'm, 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 I, I told you about my like Dunkin' Donuts shit. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Dude, Starbucks is way more higher class than fucking Dunkin' Donuts. But I'm just saying, I, I was, not I was be very, in the yeah, I was very turned off from like corporate coffee chains after having to service Dunkin' Donuts machines. And but Starbucks isn't like, are you going to say that Starbucks isn't corporate? We're not doing this right now. No, this corporate. I wasn't gonna say but that. like it yeah i'm i'm slowly getting back in i'm trying to be a normal person a normal people to do coffee and, and, and caffeine so i gotta do it yeah, you're trying to be a normie i agree i like i went to the nike outlet yesterday and i was why did your voice get so low like you're still talking into a microphone everybody can hear you <laughs> i went to a nike outlet yesterday and i was just like looking around all like the normal people clothes and i was like i need to just start dressing normal like get some nice like nike shorts and like you know, like some athletic wear. Athleisure wear. Athleisure. We need to get some athleisure wear. And I, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Real athleisure, too. Like, I want some colors in there. I'm not going to be one of those, like, goth athletic. What is it? Athletic goths? Health goths. Health goths. Yeah, if I, I, I'm yeah, going I'm, all... I, I have to do health goths. You have to do health goths. 
You're right. And it's one of those things like, I, you know me, I change my style like you know once me. every fucking You know me, I, you, know, you just go wherever the wind blows, baby. <laughs> if Teddy Fresh has athleisure wear, you'll pay your whole fucking stimmy on it. That's not true. I don't, look, I don't wear, the only thing I wear from them is beanies because their clothes actually, they, they don't have clothes that fit me. Their smalls are like larges. I'm not kidding, dude. They're made for like, they're made for bigger people. Not that. I mean, just like, like I'm, I'm a. You know how there's big and tall stores. Like I'm a short and small store person, and they don't make. They don't have. You need to go to the Hobbit store. (laughs) (laughs) They should. Oh, that'd be a per. Like they do need to make a store for like, because there are a lot of us. You don't think there are, but there are. Like, I mean, I don't notice amount. you guys because I don't look it down all the time. So I'm sure there's a million of you just scurrying around around my knees. <laughs> exactly. And we need one of those stores, man. And that'd be a perfect name for that store. The Hobbit. Or Hobbit store. Yep, you know? 100%. That 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 IP has not been copyrighted. You can totally get away with a clothing store called The Hobbit. Uh-huh. <laughs> or yeah. Hobbit Outlet or something. You got to you gotta throw in another yeah, word. Yeah, Hobbit Outfitters, 100%. Hobbit Outfitters. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> But something Hobbit for Republic. something for small, like just in general, small people. And you can also have, you know, things for like actual little people, but also just like for those that are like in between sizes and like, like, cause here's the thing, dude, every single pair of jeans I've ever owned has to be hemmed. I'm a have to be hemmed guy. <laughs> yep. I, I, I can't even joke on that because <laughs> that just is the joke. <laughs> I'm a have-to-be-hemmed guy. Yeah. Anyway, let's get this show on the road. We're the Bolsheviks. I'm a proud vegan. Mm, so good. There is nothing gay about professional wrestling. It is full-contact murder gymnastics. That ain't a video game, though. Crayon. No, 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 no. Every time I smoke weed, I always think I have HIV. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. That was a really clean open, buddy. <laughs> I wanted to try doing one that wasn't like trying to be, you know. Plus, we weren't going anywhere with that, you know. Anyway, so um, Robbie didn't know that there was a shooting in Frederick. I didn't know yesterday. At all. Yeah, so I it's weird because I got a notification like right away. It was like, also, can but, we backtrack to before we started recording? We were like, I texted all my friends about this. You didn't text me, motherfucker. No, no, it's weird because I thought I did. We are in, to be honest. We are in two group chats. Mm, plus, we many. have our independent chat. Yeah, I we like had... our independent chat. That's my favorite one. <laughs> the one with all of us just kind of goes off too much. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them, because now I'm in one with you yeah. and your girlfriend. Oh God, <laughs> no! <laughs> and it sucks. I can't ignore that one because, like, she'll be like, "Why didn't you fucking like?" Talk to me on that, or talk to us. Oh, it's going to be sick. I talked to her in the morning, so I'm just going to talk to both of you in the morning. God damn it. Um. Anyway, there was a there was a shooting in Frederick yesterday. I don't know too much about it, but it was like a because so it was a um uh hospital corpsman. Like oh, I'm sorry, a Navy hospital corpsman is 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 who the shooter was, and they shot two people at um. Let me see. They ended up at Fort Detrick. You know where that is. I was about to say, like, I I I would be surprised if like this involves like military personnel and isn't somehow connected to Fort Detrick. Yeah. Um but but it was actually it happened at the Riverside Tech Park, 
which is like four miles away from Fort Detrick. Mm-hmm. They drove they drove off after shooting these two people. Was it a random? Was it just like random targeted thing, or was it like the guy's no, the like guy girlfriend worked, and like I'm like sorry, her lover or whatever? Um, he worked at uh, Make he sure worked at the insula- at, at the installation. Okay, he was. I'm sorry, he was posted at the insta at that installation. Okay. So he worked actually at Fort Detrick, but he shot people at the Riverside Tech Park. And then actually drove to Fort Detrick, and when he got to the gate, they like wanted to search the car, and then he just drove off, and he got like a little bit in there, and then he got out with his gun, and he's like, Rah! and then they shot him and killed him. Really? Yeah. But the other two people, they're in critical condition, but they seem to, it looks like they're going to survive. And Was they, it a white dude? So the name, I don't know. They, they haven't mentioned that. The name is, I doubt it, because this name is... um. Oh, please try and say it. All please right. try and say it. Fantahun Grima Waldeschlimbet. You know what? It actually sounds like like it's like Eastern European. Right? I don't know. Fantahun Grima Waldeschlimbet. Well, when you say it with that weird accent, it's going to sound sweet. You're saying it with like a Swedish accent, so it sounds Swedish. I ha- like these are one of those names where you have to try. Yeah. You can't. Okay, here here is it. Me doing just like like a, a fucking Siri accent. Fantan Hun. Damn it! What the fuck was that? <laughs> you can't not. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Fan- okay. No, I want to do it. Fantan Hun, Grama Walden Waldesenbet. Fenton Hoon Waldesenbet? Yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea either. So I'm guessing actually, I'm going to say white. Nope. He's Ethiopian. All right. Well, anyways, so this dude bapped up two people and then got plugged Mm -hmm. while trying to escape into Fort Detrick. Yes, but he works at Fort Detrick. He might have just like have shot these two people, tried to go back, tried to go to work. I got to go back to work. Um, I don't want to get fired after I did this double murder. (laughs) But was it a random shooting? Do do they know if it was, if they were like connected or if it, you know what I mean? They don't know anything. They're still trying to figure out the motive and and everything. Um, But it's interesting because obviously, I mean, I got the notification and it was on the. I wish I had a friend who would have notified me. What I'm trying to say is. This is a shooting with only two people, and I wonder how much this happens across the country in like small towns, and we just don't hear about it because this was actually on CNN, but like it wasn't one of the main stories. It's a shooting that happened, but it's not like a shooting. It's but not th- going to be known. This as goes back a to shooting. what we talked about the last right. time. There was the quote mass shooting, where it's right. like, what constitutes a mass shooting? You know what I mean? Like, right. so if this guy shot two more people, would it have made na- national exactly? News? Like, what's the threshold for like, okay, you're a serial killer now, or okay, this is a mass shooting incident? Now. Yeah, and he and they didn't die. So do they also have to die in order to get? On that national, yeah, or just four people, four different people just have to be shot. I don't know. It's confusing, but here's like perfect, like this is a good case study for knew. how like the media covers because I did not hear about this at all. It's weird that you didn't hear about it because you live in the general vicinity. Yeah, you should have. You should have gotten. And an I update. listened to the news, right? Like I listened to like like the local Baltimore news, and I didn't hear or see anything about like you know. Two dead in Frederick, you know what I mean? Or like, you yeah, know, two shot, one dead, Fort Detrick. Like, right? It might just like the 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 news might have just gone to people directly in Frederick, and then it just cuts out. 
you know what? People at my post office weren't even really talking about it. Yeah. But it's but, a but big also thing I mean I guess that like not to be whatever about it, but I, I suppose it makes sense that it didn't really travel that far because like, you know, we're in Bal like I'm in Baltimore and I get like the citizen app updates about like people being shot in Baltimore, mm-hmm. but very rarely does like that make it to the news. You know, I mean we're not the murder capital of the country, but like you know, people die pr- from gun violence, like or people are victims of gun violence or violence in general, like pretty right. much every day in the city. Oh yeah, and it just kind of is what it is. So we're kind of like numb to it. You know what I mean? Like I get the notifications where it's like, you know, two people shot downtown, two people shot in this neighborhood, and it's just like, oh, I mean, it, it ha- I, that's not on my block, so I don't really care. But national news, I feel like, is more biased to either a lot of people dying in one scenario in a city or not many, like, or just like a, a weird instance where someplace like Frederick, where something like this happens and it doesn't happen that often. I'm surprised that this didn't get like more national coverage because it's like, you know, has the, the military base aspect, has yep. like the, uh, you know, like like the two people being shot, like it, I would imagine, I mean, I don't know what kind of gun it is, but if it was like a high caliber rifle, then like that would, you know what I mean? It, like, I don't know if, it, I guess it just like didn't check enough boxes to where it can fit into one of the two sides, like narrative around like the gun controller, like the violence epidemic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially because like, I think Biden announced he's going to do some executive orders on guns. So this would have been a good way to keep like, gun stuff in you know people's minds as he's trying to pass not pass because he's just gonna sign something but like you know pass some sort of ah, god damn it i said it again sign some sort of uh like i don't even know if you you wouldn't call it legislation executive order into place you know i i feel like this would have been a good way to keep it in people's you know eyes but i'm like I said, and probably this probably happened like at least like five small towns like Frederick around the country. Like, you know, every day or something. Not every day, every week. I mean, I would imagine it's that you, there's probably, it's probably people common. dying of, or people being affected by gun violence, you know. In, someone's in someone's taking a day. gun out and like either waving it around, shooting it, or shooting someone with it every day. Oh, in yeah. In small towns. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But also, like, there's a lot of stuff going on in the news right now. So I feel like it's not big enough to really, between like fucking Gatesgate and then like the, you know, uh, Derek Chauvin trial like that's yeah. kind of like the two things that everyone's really talking about mm-hmm. you know so I can I can understand how that slips under the radar but like that fucking sucks like that's really shitty that it did slip under the radar but um all right so little housekeeping I suppose we have an interview with Franca uh at the end of this episode so um in order to kind of like make this not a million hours long um you should go into the uh penultimate part of your uh your labor history history corner thing that you've been doing oh yeah um oh it's franca i keep on saying franca because i'm dumb but it's franca yeah i hope she doesn't get mad at us she will she's Uh, already mad probably all right so this is history corner with jordan d All right, so um, we last left off with the assassination of Sid Hatfield and his killers getting acquitted. Remember that? Yeah, the Mountain Dew kid turned mayor. Yeah. Um, 
miners were extremely pissed about this, of course, and like back in Mingo County, they organized uh, workers. The organized workers were situating themselves at these camps and started to arm themselves. Remember the camps outside of Mingo County? Um, so they went back there and they started arming themselves. Um, now this time they went off, they've, they got into little groups. They went off and started like finding company property and just like, you know, destroying it, blowing it up and like, you know, firing live. They also fired, like fired live ammunition at company guards and shit too. Fuck yeah. Yeah. They were just trying to, you know, do whatever. Just fucking shit up. Yeah. The governor at the time was, um, oh, I'm going to fuck this up. Ephraim Morgan. Ephraim. Ephraim. Well, you yeah. never heard the name Ephraim? I have, and it makes sense now. I like the name Ephraim. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I like it too, yeah. It's a, it's a pretty name. Let's bring it back. Ephraim Morgan. Uh, and he went, to the pre- he went to President Warren Harding, who was the president at the time, and begged him to send in troops. Now, Harding refused at this time. Um, uh, so he he refused because he needed like more reason to. He was basically like, mm, like you have to at least try something else before I send in the fucking uh army or whatever. Yeah, you got to at least give the Pinkertons a chance before you send in the National Guard. Exactly, I exactly. Um, so Governor uh, Morgan enacted the Public Safety Act, which gave him the ability to hand the power of the Mingo County law enforcement. Um, which was fundally, fundamentally pro-minor at the time, um, to the head of the state police, who were literally paid by mine owners. So wait, did he like de-deputize or like undeputize the Mingo County cops? Yes. And then was like, yo, the stateies are coming in now, and mm-hmm. y'all ain't shit. Yeah. He literally like just like was like, handed back. Just, just took the badge uh, off of yeah. like a cool guy shirt and put it on a fucking pigs. Yep, exactly. Uh, and it's weird that they can even do that. Uh, yeah, we're also talking about a point in American history where if you Things had very if you had enough debt, uh, your your you know prepubescent daughter is now a sex slave in the mining town. That's true. Yes. So it's not you know this yeah. bastion of like logic and reason back right, then. You know? Right. Right. Um, the state police gathered 250 volunteers, which is kind of sad that they got 250 volunteers around the town town area. Uh, and they gave him rifles to patrol uh, the county. So they just gave these, like, literally, it's just like if the cops are going around the street here and being like, hey, we need volunteers to, like, you know, quell the miners, you know? Here's a gun. Oh, I get a gun? You know? Like, that's exactly how it was. Um, so May 19th, 1921, the governor declared martial law. Okay. So on August 7th, 1921, the leaders of the United Mine Workers called a rally at the state capitol in Charleston. So three months between the yes martial law. Yeah. So like the so in between this, there's like little skirmishes here and there. So the whole summer, they're just like kind of poking at each other. Yeah. Just pressures kinda. building and all that. Right. Shit. right exactly. All exactly. Right, cool. um, these leaders were Frank uh, Keeney. Please give me some cool names. No, Frank Keeney no. and Fred Mooney. I don't hate Mooney. Yeah, Mooney reminds me of like the, there's a guy that used to run around. Mooney there. would have been a cool if it was his first name. Yeah, M- yeah, but Mooney is a last name. I I see a lot of people running with the name Mooney. But I'm saying Mooney as a first name would be sick. Yeah. Um. Now these were uh, veterans of previous mine conflicts in the region, Keeney and Mooney. 
uh, they met with the governor, Ephraim Morgan, and presented him with a petition of the miners' demands. Should have presented him with the head of one of the mine bosses. Should have, but you'll see that these guys weren't as cool as you think. And I'll, you'll see why in a little, in a little bit here. Um, so Governor Morgan uh, rejected these demands, and the miners became more restless and began to talk of a march on Mingo uh, to um, a march on Mingo. Uh, and, oh, and also, can you imagine if this happened today? How obnoxious the march on Mingo merch would be? Yes. Oh God, it would be awful. Maybe cool. Just Punisher know. skulls. No, it would just be like like you know how the design is basically just a. Ever since the Obama Hope like design, everything that like like the neoliberals have done in design aspects since then have all been branched off of that. Mm-hmm. You know, all it is even like the the women's march. Like it was, just, it just took those colors and like placed them elsewhere and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I forgot to mention this, but they had uh, some of the they had captured some miners and like literally like held them hostage. I believe it. Yeah. Um. So when the when the governor uh, rejected the demands, uh, the miners uh wanted to march on Mingo and free the confined miners. Um, and oh wait, hold on. yes, yeah, there's that. Oh, that this was part of their demands. I'm sorry to free the to free the miners and end martial law and organize the county. So those were the demands, and they he obviously didn't want to do that. And then they were like, okay, well now we're gonna march on Mingo or whatever. Um, back in Blair Mountain, uh, Logan County, and the sheriff, the sheriff Chaffin. Oh my God, I'm fucking fucking this up. Sheriff Chaffin was the guy. That was in charge of like like bringing these miners down. He was the one that like what the Stades guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's the Sheriff Chaffin is the guy. It's actually Dan Don Chaffin is his name, but we're gonna go with Sheriff Chaffin. So um, Derek Chauvin. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Um. Probably a direct descendant. Uh. Armed men began gathering at Lens Creek Mountain near Marmont and Kanawha County on August twentieth. On August twentieth. Four days later, an estimated 13,000 armed guards had gathered and began marching towards Logan County. So armed guards. So these are the people on the side of the stadies. Yes. So there's 13,000. 13,000. 13,000 stormtroopers are descending upon this location. Hmm. Please now tell I'm me not you sure. fucked it up. I Please did tell fuck me it up. Fucked I definitely up. fucked it up. Uh, it's either... Okay. So we 13, don't know. 13,000 or 1,300. We're going to just, let's, it's a lot. There's a lot of, there's bad a lot. Guys. There's a lot of bad there's guys. There's a lot of guys. A lot of bad guys. <laughs> so, miners near St. Albans in Kanawha County commandeered a Chesapeake and Ohio freight train. And Tight we, as fuck. Yeah. This just, this, this just turned into a level <laughs> of Red Dead Redemption, yeah, too. Exactly. Um, just it, Arthur Morgan at the helm right now. They renamed it the Blue Steel Special. Tight, yeah, they had no idea that. Um, god damn it, you just fumbled a Zoolander joke. There we go, so <laughs> I <hard>. know, <laughs> god damn it. I know it would have been you saved it though, anyway. To me, I wonder if that's what, like, no, Blue Steel is just such. I a, mean, it could be because he comes from a mining town. Oh, 
Remember, he gets the black lung yeah. pop? Yep, yep. You've been in the mine for one fucking day, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is. That was one of the two VHSs huh. that was at like the beach house that we used to rent when yeah. I was like a, a little kid. It I was, love that movie. It was that and Royal Tenenbaums were the only two VHSs, aside Damn. from like weird like romance movies and shit. Mm-hmm. So like I remember being really young and like trying to watch Royal Tenenbaums but not understanding it. I was like, how is this a comedy that's not funny? Both Owen Wilson movies. And then yeah, and then we had Zoolander, and I just by the end of that trip, like we were watching that movie like three times a day. I just like had that whole movie memorized yeah. front to fucking back. I fucking love that movie, dude. I love it. The second one was it good? I didn't watch it. I haven't it. seen it. Yeah, who fuck cares? Um, where was I? Blue Steel. Oh, and Blue Steel special. Yeah, they they renamed the Fright Chain Blue Steel special to meet up with Advanced. That's such a good like liquor or beer name, mm-hmm. or like a sandwich name. Yeah, that could be anything, and I'd be like, I fuck with that. Hell yeah, really hard. If it was a Blue Steel special, it'd probably have some crab in it. You know? Oh, like a blue crab? Maybe I don't know. Blue steel. I don't know. Maybe I don't some know. chicken with some blue cheese. It's got to either have blue cheese or blue crab. One of those. Uh, I guess. <laughs> We're going a little off the rails. Yeah. Pun intended. All right. uh, <laughs> good one. Uh, they wanted to meet up with the marchers uh, in Danville and Boone County. A lot of these counties are getting these. These must all be in the j- same general area because we started off in Mingo County. Yeah, I County, need you to have like a PowerPoint with like a map because you're just like throwing out proper nouns like it means a fucking. I looked at the map and there's it's just they're all like in a region. Oh, the region of West Virginia, just, yeah. <laughs> South Southwest Virginia. This is all Southern West Virginia. Okay, I I at least know that much. So I'm gonna stop naming the counties because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Keeney and Mooney, remember? Yep. Our dudes. As soon as they did the freight train shit, Keeney and Mooney fled to Ohio. Wait, were Keeney and Mooney involved in the freight train thing? No. They were like, oh, we can't deal with this because they're like doing crazy shit now. Oh, so they were trying to not be wild. They were trying to not be wild. They just wanted to like and put then, on a and face. And then the, the, the boys went fucking wild. Real shit started to happen. They're like, <laughs> peace. I'm out, baby. Yeah. Now, Bill Blizzard Whoa. comes along. All right. Um, no, Bill Blizzard. Like, imagine if the dude's name was Mooney Blizzard. That'd be cool. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, now, Bill Blizzard is the president of District Bill Se- Blizzard. <laughs> he sounds like a Although, fucking. Although when I hear he Blizzard, sounds like a wrestler. When I hear Blizzard, I think of uh, Dairy Queen, though. Really? Yeah. I think of Wow. Oh yeah. No, well, I would think of Starcraft because I'm a Starcraft guy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so Bill Blizzard was the president of District 17 of the uh, United Mine Workers, and this guy was crazy. So uh, when I was reading about it, they said fiery Bill Blizzard. I don't so like that. Fiery. They could have they could have called him like Frostbite Bill Blizzard. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, not fiery because Blizzard. Come on, guys. Yeah. Uh, come on. What are you thinking? Come on. Um, so he assumed leadership of the miners. Uh, Sheriff Chauvin, Derek Chauvin. So yeah, so Derek Chauvin. <laughs> Derek Chauvin. Uh, had begun to set up defenses on Blair Mountain. He was supported financially by the Logan County Coal Operators Association, creating the nation's largest private armed force of nearly 2,000. So. I think that earlier number was 1,300, not 13,000. There's no way that they got 13,000. Yeah, 13,000 seems like a lot for like this, this like yes, that, that's thing, a lot. right? That's a lot. So yeah. Then I either wrote it down wrong or the thing was wrong. It's probably user <laughs> error on 
<laughs> on your end, but sure, buddy. Um, so President Warren Harding threatened to send in federal troops and Army Martin MB1 bombers. So I'm guessing those aren't. Wait, okay, really so re say that sentence like you had okay. read it ahead of time. President Warren Harding uh-huh. threatened yes. to send in federal troops. Yes. And Army Martin MB1 bombers. Yeah, see, you're Doesn't doing this thing sense. where you're. No, it's because you're throwing in these proper nouns because you copy-pasted it from someone else's mm-hmm. work, but you don't know what it means. So just say he's bringing in fucking like airplanes. Bombers. Yeah, he's bringing in bomber planes. Yeah, but Martin MB1 bomber sounds cool. But we don't know what that means. I'm sure it's just one of those I don't like, know what... biplanes, you know? So just say a fucking biplane. <laughs> <laughs> After a long meeting in Madison, the seat of Boone County... Oh, God, here I go again. That, no okay. more counties. After a long meeting... <laughs> <laughs> In a, place. Miner, in a place far, far away, the miners were convinced to return home. After spending days assembling his private army, Chaffin would not be denied his uh, battle to an end union attempts to organize um, the coal mines. Yeah, that sounds about right. This yeah. dude's like, look, I, I got all these guys here. I can't tell them to just go home. Really? Yeah. We need to crack some skulls and take some knees back to our wives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to like... I brought this kneecap bag. I'm not going back <laughs> unless it is at least a quarter full of, of union member kneecaps. Oh, God. Ooh, can you imagine having a kneecap just taken out? God, that would suck. Within hours of the uh, decision, uh, hu- rumors circulated that Chaffin's men had shot union sympathizers in the town of Sharples, just north of Blair Mountain. Okay. All right. See, these there are the we things go. we're like, there we okay, go. so we're getting- Because <laughs> you're just mentioning a new city, a new yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, north of Blair Mountain. Okay, so now we're now we're getting closer to Blair Mountain. Yes. So so we have Derek Chauvin, horny for murder, mm-hmm. with all of his boys, with mm-hmm. his posse. Yeah. And then we have the union dudes being like, eh, I don't know if this is going where we want it to go. Right? right? Yeah. But he's like, um, I'm horny for blood, guys. Yeah. So something's happening. And we, at this point, the miners are kind of like, mm, we're going to go home. We're just going to. Okay. Yeah. But the the one guy's just like, fuck that. I want some blood. I want some kneecaps. All right. So infuriated, oh, because, yeah, the rumors, he they shot some sympathizers in a town. Infuriated, the miners turned back toward Blair Mountain, many traveling in stolen or commandeered trains. So that's cool. Um, I don't know how they know how to work these trains. Uh, by because back then, like things were so you could mechanical. Ju- you, you could just, just do anything. Levers and you're just I like, feel like these like these guys just had to literally be like jack of all trade type of dudes. You know? What yeah. I mean? Not to do that whole like men back then could fix anything, and now we're all soy boys. Also, I bet you a lot of the train things are actually just the things where they like they're no, pumping back it's and not. Forth. Those existed. They existed, but when they say they stole a train, they're not talking about like the the little car that has like the hand pump. <laughs> but I would imagine like if you're like a career miner or like mm-hmm. you're like just like a career like you know, like heavy industry laborer, you can kind of figure out how to like move like make these yeah. machines operate. Right. Or I'm sure it's like there was some fluidity between like being a miner means like you know you can operate what you know what yeah. I mean like I'm sure it wasn't yeah yeah you're right that difficult if yeah. you're like a dude who eats like rocks for a living yeah because like a lot of the workers train. were probably you know or if transportation you're hijacking a train you probably still had the conductor on there yeah you just got a really terrible pistol to the back of his head yeah um okay so now by August 29th the battle was fully on Chaffin's men though outnumbered 
had the advantage of a higher position and better weaponry. Private planes were hired to drop homemade bombs on the miners. A combination of poison gas and explosive bombs left over from World War I were dropped in several locations near the towns of Jeffrey Sharples. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little confused as to how we got from him being horny and the miners being like, I don't know about this, to like, the battle is happening. Oh, because the, the miners turned back. The miners that were like going home after they heard about like this, like that this motherfucker was shooting. Oh, oh so they heard that Derek Chauvin was killing people. So yeah. like, fuck this. It, you have forced our hand. It's now on. Yes. So, so they all their, turned that around. That was their call to battle. Yeah. Okay. And by the way, when I said they, the miners turned around and went home, not all of them went home. It was just a lot of them. I got you. It's not, yeah. Some of them did stay. Bill Blizzard did not go. He was like, Oh, yeah, I'm still chilling here. Yeah, frostbite ain't going nowhere. Yeah, frostbite ain't going nowhere. So I, I made it sound like they all went. No, it was just like the, the it was trying to dwindle down. Everyone was like, kind of like, oh, I get you. I get nowhere. you. Okay, you know? okay. So so this is why the the battle mm. of the five armies is, is yeah is because Chauvin right. wanted to start killing people. Okay. All right. So yeah. So now there's a battle, right? Higher like they had machine guns and fucking they, who planes. Are they? Who were they? Sh- the Chauvin guy. The so stadies. The, the yeah. So they had the better weapons. And they had the literal fucking bombs dropping on these motherfuckers, okay. you know, from planes. Private planes, I should say. But they were hi- they were hired, is what it says. Oh, and they used poison gas and explosive bombs left over from World War One. Okay? So that's what they're doing right now. Um at least one of these bombs didn't act actually did not explode and it was actually recovered by the miners. Um, but they never used it, which is unfortunate. Uh, it was used later on, and we'll go into that later. Um, one Martin bomber crashed on its return flight, killing three crew members. Tight. So, yeah, I'm tight. okay with that. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, sporadic gun battles continued for a week. So, you know. I've seen pictures of, like, the pillboxes, like the, 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 the bunkers uh-huh. that the stadies were using to, like, snipe the miners and stuff oh yeah the, i mean i've, I've seen they a lot both, of those pictures they both had sniper when i say sniper they didn't literally have snipers it was like machine guns but like i guess they would just had like areas where they were trying to hide yeah and yeah they're, they're just people. like little yeah. bunkers dug in yeah. the, into the side of you know mm-hmm. hills and mountains yeah but i've seen like a lot of pictures of those yeah um that'd so, be a fun little field trip actually that would be. I wonder what Blair Mountain looks like. We could do that. That would be cool. We, we should. We can figure that out. Um, up to 30 deaths were reported by Chauvin's side, Chauvin's side um, and 50 to 100 on the Union Miner's side. How long did the... With hundreds more injured and wounded. How long did a the week. violence... It was one week? Yeah. It was a week. I mean, the whole thing lasted for like a while, but... Um, anyway, so federal troops arrived by September 2nd. Uh, the miners, many of whom were veterans themselves, were unwilling to fire on U.S. troops. So that's very uh, U.S.-like, you know? No, oh, 100%. Bill Blizzard passed the word for the miners to start heading home the following day. Miners fearing jail and... Cons- they feared jail and confis- confiscation of their guns. Another very American thing. <laughs> that was what was important to them. Don't take my guns. Um. So after the battle, 985 miners were indicted for murder, conspiracy to commit murder, accessory to murder, and treason against the state of West Virginia. Though some were acquitted by sympathetic juries, others were imprisoned for years. 
The last was repol- re- uh, paroled in 1925. At, Bliz- at Blizzard's trial, the unexploded bomb that we talked about before that mm-hmm. the Myers had taken went off. No, that would that would have been cool. Uh, it was actually used as evidence of the government and company's brutality, and he was acquitted. Fuck yeah, yeah. So that concludes. Well, no, it does. I have one thing to add to it. Oh, okay. Um, so you know, like the term redneck. Oh yeah, yeah. Has like a a, a yes. storied history, and mm. it has to do with the sunburn that you know laborers would get, like farmers would get on their necks from you know toiling the fields and stuff. But um, a part of the the lineage of that term does come from this time period uh, with Makes union sense, yeah. coal miners, and they would wear red bandanas to, sh- to show solidarity with the union or to show that they are union workers. Right. So very cool. It's part of the whole lineage of like originally like. Like the redneck thing was actually like really fucking sick Mm because it was all, you know, like blue collar union proletariat guys. And then it became blood or, you know, uh, Bud Light, you know, shitty country music and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, What's the. uh... Never mind. Dead air. Dead air. Does that conclude your third? Yeah, that concludes it. have like the tiniest bit of time left mm-hmm. um so i think it would be somewhat appropriate eh, i mean do you want to do like another thing and then talk about what we're starting next week what th- what thing will we oh just mention something yeah i mean there's like a bunch of shit going on <clears throat> i can bring up something if you want me to um I can sorry guys the george floyd thing I mean, I don't really have... There's nothing really new there. I mean, this trial isn't necessarily going to be that interesting, and I don't mean to be like a fucking edgelord about it, but literally it's just like the prosecutor is trying to, you know, be like, hey, this is fucked up, right? And then the the defense being like, it's not fucked up because this guy was high as shit. That's like essentially like the the fucking spark notes of the trial. And I don't think it's going to work. I think he's gonna... I mean, it looks like... He's fucked. He's, yeah. I mean, they got all... I've seen, like, you know, the highlights, and it's just been all these people being like, this is excessive force. We don't train these well, motherfuckers so to do that. Like, because even the the one dude, like, what his boss and shit was like, I didn't... We don't train them to fucking act like that. And then they had, like, the LAPD dude come in, and he was like, yeah, I mean, like, you're allowed to do that kind of wild shit if someone's an active threat. But as soon as, like, they're not a fucking threat anymore, like, you can't just, like, keep on doing that wild shit. And then the judge was like, well, do you think that, like, this wild shit was warranted? And the guy was like, no. Like, not after he was on the fucking ground. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I I don't know, like, what the defense really thinks they're going to do. I mean, I do. They're going to say that, that he overdosed because he was so fucking high. The, 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 no. the One of the defense attorneys tried to be like, well, in the video, you can hear him say, I just ingested all the drugs. And there's like white powder. There's like a white substance in his mouth that he swallows. So, you I know. I think they just changed it, though. I think the guy, the, that same guy who said that that happened, I think he. Uh, he recanted. He re- no, he recanted. I think he said, 
I think he says that he actually said, I ain't do no drugs. I'm serious. That's what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, I mean, I literally, that's like the only thing that so I... So they ch- literally changed it because they were like, oh, I guess, you know, yeah, there's no point. But it's like, I don't, yeah, I really don't think, I mean, everybody's entitled to a, a you know, like like a, a trial and all that kind of oh, shit. Oh, absolutely. But it's like... But everyone's already made up their minds. They're just... But they have to go through the bureaucratic you, we, part of it. We have to have a trial for this dude for in sure. order to convict him of something. Oh, my God. So someone... I was talking to somebody uh, the other day, and they're, you know, conservative or whatever. They're like a registered Republican. And they were like... I get like kind of like the shit end of like the the stick when it comes to them being like mad at liberals and they know that i'm not a fucking lib but they'll be like mad at someone who like the left media establishment and huge air quotes meaning like cnn and shit like like and so i guess chelsea manning like tweeted something about like why the fuck are we giving Derek chauvin a trial like we saw homeboy murder george floyd we should just give him the electric chair or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I guess like, like that, that was circling like the conservative internet being like the Democrats want to get rid of your due process and like ignore the rule of law and just start executing people that I they also don't, don't even, like. I don't know that Chelsea Manning's a fucking Democrat, but that was the thing is like, it was presented to me as like this whole, this whole thing. And I was like, I don't fucking care at all what Chelsea Manning says. They're also just like that. They're kind of a troll, right? They're yeah. Like, they're they're they also say things to get a rile out of. If you're if you're getting riled up by them, you're like falling for. You're it. doing it's what the same. They want. Yeah. It's the same thing as you getting riled up over like what Stephen Crowder fucking Stephen Crowder or, or fucking Miley Annapolis or Nesh D'Souza or anybody yeah. like I and like and that was the if you get riled up by them, you're an idiot. Just yeah, like be like, look at that dumb. stupid. Yeah, idiot. you're fucking dumb. yeah. But I don't know. The, I I I will be very surprised if if Chauvin gets off. Um, I don't know if he's up for the death penalty. I don't know. I haven't heard that. I don't fucking know. But Who? I'm sorry. Chauvin. Oh, okay. I don't know what the consequences of his. Of I his, don't because um, I, I think it's going to be if he if he gets anything, it's going to be like a like third degree. It's going to be like a manslaughter thing. I have no. I don't know. I I think he's what they can't argue second, right? that. They can't argue that that was pre-planned type of thing. You know what I mean? No, I I don't know, but I doubt that he's going to get off. And I th- yeah, I no, think that for sure he'll get like fifteen years if he do- and it'll be in, in uh, locked in the appellate court for mm-hmm. a decade. You know? Yeah. But like, I, I would be surprised if he gets off. I think we can all. You just like saying appellate. I do like saying appellate. <laughs> um, I think that we can all agree that if he does get off, like all hell will break loose. It's not going to happen. I don't think it will happen, but I also have like very little. I don't have any faith in the system, but I will have faith in like the jurors to be like, come on. They also don't want to die. That's the thing, too. But (laughs) no, but but like, but, but even within that, like, I don't, I hope that it isn't like a done decision where like public opinion will like persuade them to vote one way or another as a juror well here is like i can't imagine being on this jury and being like how can i give a fair and impartial judgment on something that is international news here's the thing though is that in this case there's not really there's no need for that because it's so clear cut it's on video it's right there you know what i mean like there the whole like the unbiasedness of like what trials need to be like doesn't really apply in this case because like 
it's so obvious, right? But that's the issue. Is like to, it, it still needs to like not the devil's we are, advocate we're, we're for giving, him. No, we're giving them but, the the illusion of a trial trial that's like you know what I mean. But like at the same time, there's a clear right and wrong in some cases, and this is just well, exactly. clearly wrong. But I and and I, I I agree with that point. But it still needs to be stated that like you can't be a juror if your mind is made up before the right, shit happens. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, but if you're a juror, let's say you haven't even seen the video. Once you see the video and you make up your mind, like that's well, it. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, like we couldn't sit on that jury, you know, morally or like ethically. Like I couldn't be a juror in that case if I wanted to like be ethical about it because I don't fuck with cops. Right. That's how I've gotten out of jury duty every single time I've been like selected. Is like I just go and be like I don't fuck with cops. Yeah. And then they let me go home because I can't be like. An impartial fucking I don't even juror. make it there. I make it there every <laughs> time, and then they call me. They're like, "Does anybody have any reason why they can't do whatever?" And I'm just like, "I don't. I don't trust law enforcement at all." Yeah. They're like, "All right, you can go." They always say no to me because they think I'm a fucking sixteen year old kid. Yeah. They're like, "How? Who I let this fucking... like? Who let this seven year old girl in here?" <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't know. Like the we'll see what happens with that. I I don't fucking know. And then I guess the only other big thing is the fucking Matt Gates stuff is still going on, and he's saying that has something to do with, like, Iranian hostages, and... He's trying everything in the book. Yeah, and even, I think even Trump came out and put him under the bus in it today, you know? Well, he's speaking. He's going to fucking one of the Trump resorts to, like, talk for, oh, like, right the... right now? For, I don't know, like, this weekend or something for the... It's like, it's, like, some event, like, the Women for Trump, you know, one of those groups. They're, like, having him come on. And they made some statement where they're like, we're not going to let the fucking media tell us who to, to like and who not to like. So we're letting on sexy Matt Gates. But Okay. So, I mean, all I heard was that Trump breaks his silence on Matt Gates. So that could be, that could go either way. But I just, I he's just. talking at it. I know he's, I know he's booked to talk in an event. And he's been doing the whole like witch hunt, blah, 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 like the Tucker Carlson circuit. You know what I mean? Like, but that's, I think it for like the big, like national conversation pieces. Ooh. Go ahead. Did you just say ooh and then have nothing? No, I have... I, just say it. All right. Why are you- so, apparently, there's a group of stars that that just disappeared out of nowhere overnight. What? So, they think that there's something massive out there that just, like, took out these stars. And these stars are only... 150 like light years away which is very close to us and it's just confusing people or not people they're it's confusing like scientists because they're like yo we don't know what happened to these stars it's not like a supernova because there'd be things left over there's literally nothing where those stars were there anymore so that's cool yeah you didn't hear about that i did not i didn't hear about the shooting in my backyard or about (laughs) What, uh, Galacticus or whatever his name is, yeah. just coming and eating <laughs> some shit. Yeah. That's cool. I yeah. fuck with that. It's, it's pretty interesting because they think that, like, because scientists are, or not scientists, astronomers or whatever the fuck it is. They think that Azathoth have, has well, woken up well, and is just devouring planets again. Well, they're, they're happy that this happened because now they can study it and see if it has anything to do with dark matter, which is something that, like, they think exists but they don't know exists and like it mathematically exists and it makes up like 80 percent of the fucking like universe but like they can't 
100% confirm that it exists because it's it's basically what what dark matter is is it's something that interacts with gravity, right? Like like I like how you like couldn't name but, various counties in West Virginia, but now you're going to try to explain dark matter to me. Well, I dude, I love space and shit. <laughs> dude, I love West I love Virginia. Space. <laughs> I do love West Virginia. But so these things are it's like there's a planet there but we can't see it it doesn't interact with our light it also doesn't interact with us like things don't run into it right but it's as if something's there does that make sense Mm -hmm. so it's as if a planet was there but you can't interact with it but it does affect gravitationally things around it affect things around it gravitationally would be the better way to put it (laughs) yep there we go baby but anyway they're trying to study that, and they think that that has something to do with these stars just disappearing. I can't wait. I think it's going to be awesome. Like the Blue Steel Express, we have gone off the rails again. No. Um, we need to, no, we need to end it because we have the interview to do. Oh, yeah. We have to put that in there. Um, okay, so we've, we've danced around this thing a little bit, but starting next week, Jordan and I are going on a six-week diet. That is being curated by Taekwondo, Ho, his girlfriend. <laughs> um, so it's going to be fucking, we're going to be talking about that for the next month and a half. Yeah. It's going to be fucking. We're going to update we're, and like what? see where, oh, should we, we announce our weight right now? I don't know at? what my weight is. I can Why do it not? next week. Okay. I don't have a scale. All right, all right. We'll do it next week. We'll do it next week. So I have, I'm getting, I have to get one for. And it's also not just weight. We're also going to like tell, like literally go over how we feel. You know, like, like well, physically, we are resetting our taste buds. Yeah. Like to the I point. I was told that it gets to the point where if I eat a pineapple, I'm going to come in my pan. So that's <laughs> going to be my goal is to yeah. smell an orange and then just have a deep O. Yeah, exactly. Or I think the thing was like banana being like ice cream or like, yeah, any like yogurt being like ice cream or something. I want my, I want my toes to curl. <laughs> If someone yeah. says the word mango, <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to. I can't wait. But yes, we have a, a crazy diet thing coming up that's going to be happening. But um, so now we're going to do a hard cut. Andrew's going to hard cut uh, right now to um, an interview that we did or a segment. I don't even know if it's an interview because she's basically the third. Like She's kind of like the substitute third member of the show. We got Franca back on to talk about just like give us an update yeah. with everything that's happening. So um, yeah, enjoy that. We got fucking Franca back in the third seat again, um, which is great. I feel like well, we haven't talked to you in what two months or something. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. So yeah. she's hell, been yeah. ignoring us. Yeah, no, that's what it is. Yeah, no, she had kidding. enough of us. <laughs> um, so what have you been doing since we uh, we kind of talked to you last? I think last time was like right around teachers getting vaccinated. Kids were that the whole fight of like opening schools back up. So like I don't know. Want to start there with like what the hell's going on? Yeah. With, like, that? Uh, well, things are pretty cool, uh, because at least for me, not for everybody, <laughs> uh, because uh, our students did, um, you know, do their student strike. And so our school had very low turnout of kids wanting to return in person to the classroom. Um, the majority wanted them to stay online. So, like, for example, mm-hmm. myself and like my pod that was supposed to be teaching, we got sent back home because there weren't enough students that wanted to be taught in person for us to be there. Um, there were classes with like one, two kids in it. So it was a uh, pretty great in that, like that helps to keep 
teachers and other students safe um, and actually like worked out pretty well, um, at least at our school. Uh, so I was supposed to go back halfway through March. Uh, now we come back this week or we came back this week and all grades uh, come back uh, Monday of next week. So come back as in like in at like in person or come back as in like school has started again. Uh, so school started already. School started this week, uh, but it was all online um, for everybody just because of spring break traveling and stuff like that, just to like try to preempt uh, exposure and stuff like that since a lot of people are traveling. Uh, but next week, all the grades have the ability to come back. It doesn't mean all kids will and you don't have to. They still have the choice to stay home if they want to. And that continues to be the message of um, the student leaders that are leading the student strike, continues to be the message of the BTU, which is like, if you can stay home, stay home. Um, if your student can continue online learning, let them continue online learning and it'll help to keep family safe. Um, yeah. But, uh, and since then I've been on break. <laughs> <laughs> um, are, wait, are you vaccinated? I am fully vaxxed. I have all my shots. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Um, I get yeah. my, my first one tomorrow. Hell yeah. I don't know why it's yeah. been so difficult for me to get like, you know, just setting up appointments and then like. It's with my job. It's hard because I do you think there should be like a mass like thing where like you just go and line up and then they check your stuff when you get there instead of like setting up these appointments? Because like it's really hard for someone like me who has a job that like is just like all over the place. I don't know when I'm going to get off. You know, it's yeah, just have like you guys been on difficult. that like Excel spreadsheet that has like 50 different links on it for like different ways to get your vaccination or whatever? And I'm just like, what can you just, it's, there it's, just really need to have been one link, one way in a million places for you to get it. And it's um, so confused. It's been very confusing. Like, for example, I'm getting mine yeah. at like a community college, but I don't I don't even know who's doing it or why, because it's not really connected to the Maryland thing. <laughs> Someone's just gonna stick a needle in you. No, and be like, I mean there's go, obviously an organization, but like I signed up and called so many things that at this point, whoever called me about a vaccine, I have no idea where they're coming from. You know? Yeah, my friend had to go like next to a Hardee's on the eastern shore. <laughs> That's so sick. That's so I had to go down to Waldorf to get my Johnson and Johnson. But like, yeah, like that whole like like that link with like the seventy five like hyperlinks on it, like yeah, I just gave up, and my friend was like, "I have nothing else to do. I'm going to sign all the homies up." That's the only reason I got it because I gave up. It was just like they're calling at all times. It was just like it was a mess. But like, yeah. So are like most of the teachers vaccinated that like you talk to? Like, do you think that that's kind of like the general vibe? Is like you know, I think most people are at least in the process. Um, things were kind of rocky at the beginning, and like there were things that made it easier. So, for example, if you're already a patient at Hopkins, it was a lot easier. And Hopkins had this like pretty smooth system um, that kind of churned us through. But if you weren't a patient there, it was way, way, way more confusing mm -hmm. and just a lot more problematic. And appointments getting canceled and moved around and all this stuff. And so. Um, there's still thousands of teachers that haven't gotten vaccinated and have to go back into the classroom. So um, I feel really lucky. I know a lot of my colleagues are, I've at least had one vaccine done, um, if not both. Uh, but yeah, that's why we have to kind of keep uh, sounding the alarm to say, you know, like try to reduce the amount of people in the buildings just to keep people safe because it's like crazy. Um, uh, I forget if we talked about this last time, but 
uh, you know, the district hasn't even offered to like give N95s to teachers. Like the only thing that they were willing to give, and we had to like beg for it, <laughs> cloth masks. Uh, and uh, even the yeah, post office got masks, N95s. Like not even surgical masks. And so uh, teachers like went to the um, to Golden West and like a bunch of restaurants in Baltimore and said like, can you please help us? <laughs> raise money to get masks. And so we were able to, uh, fundraise, like raise over 20,000 masks. Um, but like that was out of the goodwill of restaurants and people like willing to go out and like, you know, get takeout on this special day or whatever, and then make donations. Um, so the union then distributed all those masks to the teachers that came back in that first wave. But it was crazy. Like, why can't the district give us actual masks that really protect us? And they're not giving those masks to kids either, you know? So it's just, um, it's super problematic. Yeah, it seems like such a like simple, basic thing, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised it's that the, yeah. I'm not surprised the district is failing to give supplies to educators, though. I mean, I feel like that's pretty on par with how, you know, the yeah. government teaches or you know treats our teachers. Well, like your pencils and everything like they're you're expected to, you know, get all that stuff for your. Just write it off later. You'll yeah. be fine. You'll oh, wait, fine. you can't do that anymore. Remember? <laughs> and Trump took that away. Yeah. yeah like, the, like you could used to be able to like write off $250 in taxes, which is crazy because I feel like I at least spent like no joke, like at least $1,000 a year in supplies. Oh, at least. Um, yeah. I'm surprised like, that's at, low. Like yeah. at a bare minimum. Um, and that's just like classroom stuff, like not all the extracurricular stuff. So I was like, man, that 250 was like just a little help. Like, and you had to take that away. Yeah. I mean, um, way but, to pick on yeah. like the little person, you know, like yeah, completely. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, have you run into any, like, cause I have this problem at my, my office. I've run into a couple like anti-vaxxers like like loudly being like these people are so stupid they're lining up to get you know put this shot in their arm they have no idea what's in that and like you know and i and i had to because he was talking to me like it was obvious that i would think the same thing you know because i'm not like political at my off i'm not like yeah saying because you're afraid but it was just me and him because everyone else had left and we're we were running behind and he's like kind of spouting all that stuff and i was like well i'm you know, I'm going to get one as soon as I can. And he's like, and then it turns into, oh, it's a personal choice. It's whatever. But like, I just don't, you know, it just like completely changed his thing. Yeah, no joke. It was really tough to convince my mom. Like, and really? like, uh, like, hmm. and my aunt and uncle, like, uh, yeah, Latino, like, I don't know. Many Latinos have been like, I'm not letting them put that government chip in my I honestly don't blame them. <laughs> yeah, with the I, history of this country yeah, and vaccinations with like yeah, minority yeah, groups. just like a, like a hella distrust. I mean, like my mom doesn't even trust the like the flu vaccine. Like she thinks that the flu vaccine is a government plot. Like <laughs> here's the thing: I, I, I don't blame her. I don't get it. Again. They don't need to put a chip through a needle into your arm. You already have. They're already tracking you with the phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't need yeah. to, you know, what the hell? Yeah. I, that's what I don't know. I know. I should tell them, I'm like, mom, it's not like back in the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't need to. They don't. They've already done it. First yeah, off. they already. It's already. It's over. You. Yeah, you're, you're, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, but I finally got her to get it. She got her first vaccine. I convinced my aunt. So I'm slowly get, uh, I'm slowly getting them to come around. It, like, How are you doing it? Are you just like, like minutes. annoying them? <laughs> <laughs> all day long. I was just like, you like, do you like, uh, 
like, do you want to die? Like <laughs> from this awful, like from this virus, like you're in our high risk category, like <laughs> stop it. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I just, yeah. Um, send them a bunch of links and articles that they never read. Yep. Um, they would do a lot better with like, those like weird, uh, like Spanish speaking doctor videos, um, that like get shared around on WhatsApp. That's just like some guy in a lab coat talking about how good the vaccine is. That's worked a lot better. Are you serious? That's so tight. That's so funny. Yeah. That's been the method of choice. That's so sick. So you had mentioned like the student strike thing right so like do you think that that was overall successful like do you do you think that that might be a tactic that like your kids might use in the future like to you know to organize and stuff yeah i mean i think it was something i think it worked really well at our school because it was like the epicenter and the organizers were predominantly from our school um i think it was really challenging in the younger grades i just think Mm -hmm. it's i think parents that have younger kids are just like please take my child, (laughs) you know, like, Mm -hmm. and and their children are so frustrated with that learning experience. It's just been really tough. Um, I think high schoolers are way more, uh, one, like willing to advocate for themselves and also like want to stay home and keep doing class in their pajamas. Um, they are much more down with the situation. And so, Uh, I think it was much more successful, yeah, at the high school level. uh, The plan that the students had was to try to get high school students to, like, lobby on behalf of their younger siblings. But I just think that was really a really tough thing to to get parents to do. Um, So definitely more younger um, aged families. They've been, they've come back at a higher rate than high school families, but I think that was sort of to be expected. But other exciting stuff is that uh, the students I've been organizing with, Somos, uh, they were in the New York Times last Friday, first page of the business section. Super cool. That's so Um, so, sick. That's so tight. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, it was uh, around their uh, advocacy for closing the digital divide. So they're kind of like war on Comcast and uh, fighting for... Um, more investment into digital equity, which like this like big um, uh, stimulus package from the government, uh, from the federal government is now like making its way to Maryland. And so there's going to be like $300 million um, out of that $3.9 billion that's coming to Maryland and federal aid mm-hmm. is going to go directly to um, trying to address the digital divide. Yeah, it's a ton of money. Is that enough um, to like get it going? Or like, I don't know how much it's going to cost to like get everybody yeah. wired. Well, like to like just like kind of put the money in perspective, like the entire annual budget of Maryland is about $50 billion a year. Um, oh. That's the state's entire annual budget. We're getting $3.9 billion from the federal government and then $300 million of that goes to closing this issue. So uh, a lot of it is going to go towards uh, infrastructure stuff like there. A lot of it's going to end up going into rural communities that like just don't even have a way to get online. Like they couldn't be online if they wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, they could maybe use dial up still. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah um so it's gonna go towards like investing in that infrastructure and then for like some low-income families to be able to get like hotspots and devices and stuff that they can use um uh, to be able to get online so it will be like a pretty big investment um 
uh, which will be cool. That's so important too, because I, I I recently just went out into the country, like bumfuck nowhere, and like it was just like, yeah, the difference is real. Because like you know, I'm, I'm mostly in the cities or close to the cities, so I just think like yeah, everyone's got internet, everyone's got like the best of everything, you know. And then when I went out out there, it's definitely apparent that like they just don't have access to the same things like we do, you know, or people in cities do. How much of the lobbying effort by Somos City Nights do you think is like responsible for like the amount of money that was allocated towards like the you know the infrastructure and like decreasing that digital divide? I think like they definitely made it help to make it like a major state issue. Like I think like they've kept it in the news. Um, like we've been hammering away, like showing up and stuff in the post in the Baltimore sun. Um, so like definitely keeping the alarm going, uh, they've gone and spoken at hearings, uh, for the house, uh, and different stuff like that. So there's like a ton of people who've been lobbying for it. Like the teachers unions have been really big, good advocates for closing the digital divide. Um, there's these coalitions that have been coming together around closing the divide. Like in, uh, Baltimore, we have the Baltimore digital equity coalition, but I think, like seeing uh, young people be like, like, like straight up, like I can't do my fucking work. Like if I don't have the internet, I think has like made a really big impact on people. Um, and I think like really laying down what the crisis is, which is that a lot of our, you know, in like Kimberly, one of the students who was featured in the New York Times piece, like she's on multiple occasions talked about how like her family rations the internet. Like they sit down for breakfast and they say, okay, like you're going to be on from 9am to whatever. And you can be on at 10 o'clock cause you've got that class. Uh, and they have to divvy up their day because they simply cannot all be online at the same time. Yeah. No, Taking I, don't, my bandwidth. Uh, I don't understand how that would work. Like, like in a multi, like child or like a multi-student household two sisters yeah so it's three Mm -hmm. kids um and she's the oldest so like what it's meant is that like kimberly will sacrifice her education in her classes because she thinks her younger sister's education is more important um and she'll go to the stuff that she feels is really important to her um but it's a mess like that's not that's not acceptable um and like we shouldn't have families like it's like as if families had to like ration out like their use of the electricity because they can only keep one light on in one room at a time or something. Oh, exactly. You know? like, it's the same thing because internet's a utility. <laughs> you're rationing utilities. You know, you're rationing your water, your electricity. It's a family of five. Yeah, and you can one flush shower. the toilet three times. Who gets to go today? You get three. You get three <laughs> flushes. So, like, ha- have you been in contact with teachers who have st- like have students who are facing these issues to where they're like man, I really don't want to flunk Jeffrey, but like, I get it. But like, he only shows up like once a week. Like how, how are teachers dealing with like, you know, like the, the issues that the students are facing with like having to digitally commute. Like, or having to just figure out like a case by case, like how we get help students pass because so many students have missed so, 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 so much class because of all these different issues like we just, at least uh, at City, which is where I teach, like we basically come up with like an individual plan for every kid just being like, this for, especially for the seniors, like how are we going to get you to pass? We're going to we're, we're gonna get you to graduate this year. Like what do we need to do? Um, and, um, but it's been really tough. It's definitely been, um, yeah, it's been really tough. That sounds exhausting. I can't imagine doing that for like one class, let alone like however many classes you have. Like that's just, 
Again, you guys need to make more goddamn money because of the amount of work you guys are doing is it's it's unfathomable for for people who like don't know people who are educators. It's it's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I I know someone who's who's an educator as well, and they're just struggling because like the people uh, in charge are like trying to um, make them like and be in in charge of different rooms at the same time and things like that, and it just like doesn't like make any sense. They don't really understand that that's like impossible to do. Literally, you yeah. know um and yeah it's just kind of and also the question of like in the future like when the when the this pandemic kind of starts to wither away like are we still going to have this option or do we expect everyone to eventually go back to school and like the online option just be non-existent anymore yeah um the other thing that's been going on so <clears throat> me and Miracle did you uh, did you guys hear about the like save our sun rally this past weekend yeah yeah i heard about that yeah, so um, uh, Marigold, which is another SOMO student, also featured in the New York Times piece, um, and I uh, came out to uh, to mount to that because like a massive blood sucking hedge fund is trying to like devour our newspaper, mm-hmm. of course. Yep, <clears throat> surprise. So, yeah, so we'll see what's going to happen with that. But that's been like another kind of uh, thing that's just been on the radar. Um, Can you get into that so a little bit for people who might not know? what that is yeah so there's this uh um uh this group called alden global capital sounds like a bunch of chill bunch of chill dudes you know yeah just a bunch of great guys who love to purchase uh newspapers and just like suck them bone dry um of their life force uh and fire all the reporters and cut all their resources (laughs) until there's nothing left um they're like like newspaper vampires. Um, and what do they, they do at the end? Just sell them? What are they? <laughs> they're like a hedge fund. I think they're like betting against the paper. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, they're trying to purchase um, the sun with this like $635 million deal. And so like, there's this uh, kind uh, billionaire <laughs> Um, named Stuart Bateman, uh, Bainum, sorry, uh, who is trying to like do a counter offer and buy the Nissan so it can become a nonprofit. So it's like, it's a weird situation because it's like, you know, choose your favorite oligarch. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I like how you said kind billionaire. Yeah. Exactly. What are these other motives? Yeah. 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 So it's not like the, best scenario for the sun um so i mean the sun is you know having to advocate to be like well this is better than being like devoured by this hedge fund um, if you're making me choose i'd rather have yeah but that's still what a terrible yeah situation and it like in. it makes it would make them into a nonprofit that would still have like local control as opposed to like somebody in chicago calling the shots about like whether or not i don't know a what you know stories get told out of baltimore and what reporters get what like that don't even know the city and so like uh i get why they're you know fighting for that option and they really have no other choice like this it's it's this or nothing um well i hope if bruce wayne gets it that he's a benevolent overlord and doesn't turn on a dime you know what i'm saying but like (laughs) 
that sucks so hard. <laughs> that really is. Yeah, yeah. It's a really awful like uh, situation to to be caught up in. Um, yeah, we let's hope Bruce Wayne is a, a good good man. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a good king, a gentle king. Uh, <laughs> so, like, what else is going on with like the teachers' union and all that stuff? Do you guys have anything, have anything else yeah. going on aside from like the internet shit? Contract the- time. Our contract. Our, the so. Baltimore Teachers Union is made up of uh, two groups. There's the paraprofessionals um, uh, and the teachers. What's and a paraprofessional? So the, uh, paraprofessionals do a lot of like the one-on-one work with students. Um, they do a lot of like really important um, support work throughout the school. Oh, okay. um, so uh, our secretaries are paraprofessionals mm. and like, yeah, um, uh, and so their contract continues, but the teacher's contract is up this year. And so I'm actually, I'm going to be on the bargaining uh, team. So super exciting. It's my first time uh, bargaining with the teacher's union. Um, and we start on Friday. How's that? So. Are you, how's that going to be? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Are you going to go through the throat? Or are you just going to go in like guns blazing? <laughs> We've just been told that like, we just like need to like straight face <laughs> no smiles like it's all on zoom right so like we just have to sit there like <laughs> sit there stoically and intimidatingly i've always wondered exactly what goes Crack on during, like, yes oh my god please bargaining situation <laughs> you gotta do the you gotta do the conservative thing where you're like got the wall of guns behind you and just oh like, yeah up, i should dude? go to like uh what's it called when you like stuff your pets with cotton oh, oh a taxidermy, taxidermy. Yo, yeah please. i should get some like heads. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> sick just a bunch of boar heads behind you. Like, what's up? <laughs> you, could, you could probably go to Second Chance and find some crazy shit to put behind you. So they're like, wait, are you in a mansion right now? Yeah, uh, but it's going to be, and we're going to be, yeah, talking about a lot of stuff from like fighting around healthcare to pay increases to like making sure our teachers have sinks, like all kinds, like from like, everything to everything that's so um, wild that you guys have to fight to have a sink is it gonna be like a? oh yeah yeah we can work with that and then uh can you do like is it just like a back and forth like mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. i've always wanted to see what happens you know I just yeah wanna... that's why i'm so curious to see like how the how this nasty sausage gets made like i oh, feel like it's god <laughs> the nasty sausage <laughs> that's the name of the episode 100 <laughs> we talked about that before right that i did used to like uh, be in the sausage business did oh, we talk yeah. uh no we have never talked about your past as a sausage maker oh my god i thought, well, really, we did. I I thought, I thought it was brushed on it i do not remember us ever talking about you being in the sausage game in the sausage biz yeah uh do you recall a fine establishment called bad decisions Yes, I do. Yeah, I used to bartend there. And if you remember, Ostrowski's Polish Sausage was like right next door, like mm-hmm. before they moved to that new location. Yep. Um, and uh, and they were folding. And so John, who's the owner of Bad Decisions, was like, I cannot let this like sausage go down. And so he he bought <laughs> he bought the sausage, the sausage company or whatever. Um and so uh, I went from bartending a little bit to um, dealing sausage. <laughs> that's so sick. Wow, that's <laughs> such an odd. 
that's such a weird trajectory. Be like, hey, you're no like, longer you're you're making sausages now. You're 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 yeah. hawking. Do you, you make sausage or go to a Let's just get you out the, with this cooler full yeah. full of sausage links. <laughs> oh, did you literally make them, or did you go around being like, "Can you buy this?" You know. Uh, yeah, I was like out there with like a little like plate of samples, being like, "Do you want to try my sausage?" <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's so That's awesome. sick. That rocks so hard. Yeah, I did see the sausage get made. It was disgusting. I was offered the opportunity uh, to work in like making the sausage, and mm. I was like. Fuck no. <laughs> fuck, fuck that. No, 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 no. I was like, no, like, and this is, this is not, this is not an okay place to be seeing sausage made. <laughs> I cannot imagine that it fucking would be. My God. But like, yeah. uh, how long does the, um, the negotiations last? Is it just like one day or is it like it's over when it's Depends, done? right? It's supposed to go through, like, if things go well, it'll be over by June, like by the end of June. But if like, things get hairy it'll go into the summer oh, but is, hopefully it'll be good uh sorry um is, can you like try to bargain your way into like getting sh- the ability to strike is that like a possibility or is it like That's is that a state, state thing law. yeah it's a Isn't state law a oh, yeah man. state law says that we cannot do that uh oh. and like there's a bunch of things that we can't bargain over like not well one like we can't strike and like we can't even bargain over our class size which is uh really awful um so like if they want to stick 50 kids in a class like we just have to take it like it, it, we just have we have no right um to bargain over that that's crazy that's fucked up that's so fucking because scary. then they'd have then you could just make the argument, well, like there's too many kids and we need to, we need more teachers. And like, they, I guess they don't want that responsibility to like have to. Yeah. I I think they just, yeah, they don't want to be in a position where they have to pay more money, but like, I'm like, you know, uh, I've got 35 kids in a class. Like, like what are, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's just really tough to be able to have like one-on-one time or try to really get to know kids. Like, when you have 35 kids and it's just like a super overloading amount of work. And so a lot of teachers are feeling super, super burnt out just because the class sizes are enormous. Um, and that's been like a really big issue for a long time. And, uh, yeah, there's like been these like conservative education think tanks that have put out papers that are like, Oh, class size doesn't matter. And it's like, you shut the hell up. Yes, yeah. What the, <laughs> how does it is not? That? Yeah. Tell me it doesn't matter. Like, what kind of no argument sense. is that? Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, I don't care how much Michelle repaid you for those of you who are fans of like waiting for Superman. Or whatever. Is there argument oh, for that? Like God. professors in colleges that have those like auditoriums full of people. Is that like their argument? Yeah, like, come on. Like, obviously, like, if you're talking to, like, 100 kids, it's not the same as if you have, like, an, like a, a real conversation with, well, like, a, a much more manageable group of people. Right. Can you imagine 35 kindergartners in a room? Like, uh, yeah. No, I would like, blow no. my brains out. I would yeah. jump out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is I, why we can't yeah. hold on to good elementary school teachers. <laughs> okay, yeah, because they all just jump out the window when the superintendent's like, here's seven more. <laughs> And they're well, funny awesome. story. So Michelle Ree, who was like uh, Michelle Ree, who was like the queen of um, like this like awful like neoliberal school movement, you know, like a decade ago, or whatever. She briefly taught in Baltimore. I can't remember what school at right now, but I know she taught second grade, and she taped her kids' mouth shut. 
No. I believe it. No. I 100% like, believe it. I believe it. Wow. Take yep. them they, I don't even think they did that told, shit back in the 20s. She was proud of that shit. Mm-hmm. She was proud of that shit. She like was a speaker at like some Teach for America event or something like that. And she told this story being like, sometimes you're going to have to find tough solutions to tough problems. Sometimes you got to tape a little like, fucker's mouth shut. Fuck like, <laughs> yeah, get him. <laughs> And she talked about how, like, she like ripped the tape off, and like little kids, like little mouths were bleeding. And she was like, oh you know, God. like sometimes you just kind of make tough calls. All the donors for Prager, you were just like, yes, <laughs> yummy, yummy, wow. yummy. Wow. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. She also like ate a bee once or something. Like there was like a bee flying around in her classroom, and it somehow like flew in her mouth, and she just ate it. That's kind of badass. I like that. I like her asserting dominance <laughs> against four year olds by eating a bee while like Don't not fuck with blinking. <laughs> Oh That's God. fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah, we should listen to her about how to educate kids. She really mm-hmm. sounds like she knows what what's going on. Um, yeah, she really knows. She really knows her stuff. Yeah, she knows what's up. She's really in tune with the kids. Um, so, what else is going on with like Bal- Is there anything going on with like Baltimore Greens right now? Like the Green Party shit in the city? Are you guys doing anything? Or you just kind of uh, well, like they've been out? pushing on a lot of good stuff. So, uh, uh, some one of the prominent leaders in like the Baltimore Green Party. She's been. Uh, really pushing around trying to end med debt. Um, so right now in Maryland, like uh, hospitals can collect medical debt over like stuff as little as like 20, 10 bucks. Like they'll send that stuff to collections. Um, and like people's like houses and cars have been like, um, taken or whatever to like account for these like ridiculously small debts. Um, and what's crazy is that, uh, often, uh, the people who like get the most of this, like, uh, super parasitic, uh, medical debt action taken upon them are the very employees of the hospitals. And so they have their wages garnished, um, for having sought medical attention at the hospital at which they work, wow. um, which is super crazy. Just some um, fucking so company town really, really shit. Cool work. Oh my god! Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, exactly just that awful. Uh, and like, and man, that hospital lobby is out of this world. Like, they have put hella money into uh, our state legislators to like make sure that uh, nothing ever happens. So a med debt bill uh, shall pass. Um, but it was like, uh, clawed apart and like daggered to death. So the title says like ending medical debt, but like it it really, yeah, it does not. I I cannot imagine with like Hopkins being such a big part of the state that they're going to let anything go through that changes that status quo, even like a fraction of a percent. Like, oh my God. It really sucks because I want Maryland to be a place to be like. I really love this state, you know, but like I do love oh, this state, Jordan. It's the yeah. best state in the universe. <laughs> I won't go that far, but it's things yeah. like this that piss me off, and the, the non-striking and like the oh, just like give me something I can like. Yeah, you know, I I'm tired of saying we have Old Bay and crabs. There's got to be more, you know. I know. I think what's tough is also we have this like false identity of being like a progressive state or mm, like, yep, no, like, yep. no, we're not. Not at all. Uh, what's crazy too is that these hospitals like actually get money that are supposed to help people that are in financial distress. Like there's supposed, there's money given to the hospitals across the state to like pay the bills of people that like 
financially cannot afford to pay their medical bills and they don't it's a loophole to just get free like they leave a lot like it is untapped yeah and so like they just yeah no it is nuts so um that's been a really cool fight that uh, some folks in the green party have taken up um but i will say uh like many times before i actually do have grades are due tomorrow yep 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 uh-huh. <laughs> as always <laughs> classic franka bow out wow. um uh so do do the dsa thing really quick before listen, you before listen, you tap out it just so happens that rob you always want to do these like it's like the day before remark <laughs> cards are due and i'm like oh come on. <laughs> that's why you gotta tell me no you're too nice but you're running for a dsa co-chair really right you're doing the I'm running for yeah. DSA co-chair. So everybody fire up your DSA memberships, go on there, choose your adventure, give the money you can or whatever. Uh, half of it goes to national, half of it goes to the local. Um, and uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's do some cool stuff with the DSA. So yeah. I've um, never been to a meeting. Come join. I've been guilted today into becoming a dues paying member so <laughs> i have no no yeah. excuses anymore yeah um hell yeah as always thank you for your time uh love having you in the third seat honorary member of the show obviously honorary co-host uh okay. we'll talk to you in a few weeks um good luck with all the school stuff yeah see you later sweet dude. awesome to see you guys <laughs> great to you see too. you too. go grade yeah do your thing right. <laughs> bye bye sick so that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Any any um that anything the... that any music or anything we're going out on today? No. That's How next about... week. Please, please stop. I hope that this is the thing that gets us like flagged for copyright shit. It's, it's just that dude being like, um, excuse me, sir. May my lawyers call you, please. Um, but yeah, thanks obviously for listening as always. Um you can find Franca like everywhere on the internet. Uh, you can find Soma City Nights everywhere, uh, Baltimore Green Party everywhere, Baltimore DSA or DSA in general, um, everywhere. Baltimore's teachers, Baltimore Teachers Union is also everywhere. Please follow them, um, like them and stuff. Um, yeah, give them the much needed attention. Um, if you can donate any money, like those organizations always need funds or resources in some capacity, and they're always doing events and you know they're very active, obviously. So. If you can give them something to help them out or join or, you know, whatever the fuck. Um, do you have anything else that you want to say before I force you to do the outro? No. Then you're doing the outro now. Damn. Um, I was not expecting that. I thought that was the outro. Is that not? Anyway. No, for the actual show. Oh, okay. Because in true yep. Franca fashion, she just ran out the fucking door. She did. She's like, I got to go great. I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> My court mandated tight 45 is up. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye. Um, thank you guys for listening. We love you guys. We love your support. Uh, and we're getting more listeners. It's awesome. It's really cool to see this take off. Um, so. Actually, fuck it. Let's, I want to do something fun. Oh, God damn it. Fuck you, dude. I was. J- no, Jesus fuck your flow. Christ. You can go back to your flow. We haven't done this in a while, but we used to do this like a year ago. Why would what name off all the countries where people are listening? Oh, because I know shit. that you, you don't check. I know that you don't check. Well, I, I get scared. You get scared of what? That we're not getting as many listeners as I think. We've been doing very, uh, very good recently. We've been getting a lot of more attention, which is scary as fuck, but also pretty cool. Um, and so yeah, I'm gonna list off now uh, the countries where we have some listenership. 
Um, so let me just pull it up really quick. So I'm going to go from the bottom up to the top. Okay. Right? So ready? Yeah. Austria, Bermuda, Denmark, Finland, Greece, Indonesia, Ireland, India, Italy, Mexico, New Zealand, Puerto Rico, Japan, Nigeria, Seychelles, Slovakia, Ukraine, Spain, Kazakhstan, Russia, the UK, Cyprus, Poland, Netherlands, Germany, Singapore, Brazil, Australia, Canada, and the United States. Hell yeah. We're actually sending all our Patreon money to those nations. And we're saying, come take us over. Yeah, we have offshore <laughs> bank <laughs> accounts. Yeah, we're 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 funding. We are funding insurgent groups yeah. in every one of those countries. <laughs> um, and, and within the states, actually, this is something actually oh, pretty funny. Cool. So obviously, Maryland is like our biggest like state. Hell yeah! In the U.S., mm-hmm. guess what the number two is? And this one throws me off because I can't think of anybody who Alaska. No, Tennessee. Because you're the only ten I see. <laughs> End the goddamn show. Uh, we have a Patreon. Uh, if you guys go to patreon.com slash uh, you can get an extra episode a week for $5 a month or whatever. Um, yeah, and please leave a comment and, you know, rate and, you know, like us. Give us five stars or whatever. That's the only way to help the show right yeah. now. Merch right is now. coming. Yeah. Um, I was told to yell at you about that, but I'll do that in the Patreon episode. What are um, you talking about? I'll yell at you about it. And then um I'm busy, man. Why did you why did you put some stank on that man? <laughs> man? I don't know. I I don't know. I just do weird voices all the time. Anyway, but yeah. That's the only way to help us out right now until we get merch going, until we, you know, sell our souls to the devil uh and become capitalists. Um, you know, that's the only way. So please help us out by doing that. Share us, tell your friends about us. Um, yeah. Anything else? Where can they find us, Jordan? Everywhere. <laughs> all we're on all the social medias. <laughs> Just like you know, search around. <laughs> I swear to Christ! Is it, what is it? Bolshevich Oh my God! I'm gonna die. I'm, what is our? You can't expect me to like. This is a wonderful test of my newfound sobriety. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just forcing. I me totally to do no. That. Do we have a website? It's bolchafix.com. That's where you. you can go. And is it .net? I get confused. That's all. Are you being serious right I now? I am dead serious. You pay for the hosting. It is on your GoDad. It's yeah, bolchafix.com. But... Okay. And then you can Shit. find us on all the social media sites. A lot of times that's not going to be available, so I have to choose .net. So I just make it sure. You have been paying for that domain for a fucking year. Yeah, but it's just once a year, dude. So... I paid for it, and then, like, I haven't seen anything come out of my bank account since then. How am I supposed to fucking know? Anyway, go to bolshevix.com, and that's where you can get... That's where you... It's like I have a child with a father who just igno- ignores the child all day. You do. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> um, I'm a single mother to this yeah. podcast. But anyway, that's where you can find the links to all our social so- socials shit, you know? So, anyway, bye. Did you say the Patreon thing? Yeah, idiot. <laughs> <laughs>